Can you see you there, honey? I'm here. Yeah? Did, yeah. I, get, did I get you with a yawn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Always. Yeah. Are you ready to learn more about the Bible today? Oh, my God. I'm so, I'm so ready. Yeah? All right. Because I've got, we've got a doozy, a d- d- doozy today. Oh, yeah? We're doing um, more of Amos. Yeah, he's got... He does not have good information for us whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to let you know right off the bat it's not good. Um so last time Israel prepared its anus. This time uh, Amos being a prophet, he talks about how Israel is about to get fucked like pretty hard and there's not going to be a safe word to make it stop. Uh, God is going to destroy everything. Literally everything. He's just going to destroy it. Uh, They need to seek him, though, in order to be saved. Uh, But uh, basically, Israel's turned into um, Republicans, and God hates Republicans. Just (laughs) laying that out there. I mean, he pretty much – he describes Republicans, so, I mean, pretty much God hates Republicans. And then there's going to be this thing called the Day of the Lord. Now, I'm a little confused on it, which will probably – clear up the confusion in the podcast there's either gonna be an enormous amount of like hunting of whales so that they apparently go extinct during this time um or or just a bunch of crazy people run out to the street and scream in the middle of the air for like literally no reason um i have it written down that they that they are crazy in the streets and not in the sheets i just got it wailing I was like, where is this coming from? And I was like, oh, yeah, all of the wailing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, also, snakes will roam the streets, both in and out of their trousers. Uh, Dogs will fuck cats and have cat-dog babies. Uh, Trump wins the presidency. Uh, that's what I've got as far as all of the craziness that's going to happen. Uh, God hates the Israelites because they are some fake ass bitches. Uh, God is going to have them held captive by the neighborhood kids again. Uh, and then God hates the complacency be- uh, of, of the Israelites because they act like Scrooge McDuck. Uh, being that they swim around in uh, piles of gold. And I also have it written down as a note that this is getting ir- very uncomfortably anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh, who would have known? God gets anti-Semitic. So God hates the Israelites' pride, and they had that excreting out of their anuses. Uh, locusts that are on fire will also cause you to <laughs> be scared shitless. Um Apparently, the Israelites were fucking with God's plumb line, too, and you don't want to fuck with God's plumb line. Uh, Then God offers Amos an apple while they talked. Just in the middle of it, here's an apple. It's from the tree of knowledge. You've already fucked that one up. Then God um, talks about how he's going to... God then talks about how he's going to beat a motherfucker with another fucker, motherfucker. And God lays out his reasons for abandoning uh, or abhorring the Republican Party. Again. (laughs) God takes his belt off and starts snapping it. Like, I don't know if you guys had parents that would, like, take their belts off and start to, like, snap it and shit. Being like, I'm about to beat the shit out of you, boy. (laughs) 
kind of thing. That's pretty much what God's attitude was. Uh, and then God uh, fucks with the sun and the earth and and all of the food sources. I, I, I don't think that that's exactly correct with the food sources, but he definitely causes the sun, the moon, and the earth to all get fucky. Uh, God says that he will uh, just fuck off and disappear. And God says, y'all be, y'all gonna die, bitches. And then God says he's going to restore them after he abuses them. So that's what we got today. Hope you guys appreciate my little summary. We don't need to go any further, do we? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. What? Yeah, we got to clear up some things. I mean. Definitely, we have to clear up the whole whaling issue. No, they go out and they kill all the whales. Well, you said it was one of two things, so we need to figure out if they're killing all of the whales or if there's just screeching in the street. I think I think there's it's more probably they kill all of the whales. You think and, that was it? Yeah. From it, the Middle East, they, think, they go think, to the shore and just kill all the whales in the yes, entire world? they do. The whales just come to the shores? of the. I think that's more probable than them just screaming uh, like idiots in the street. Okay. You think that's more probable? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, heathens? How How y'all doing? So, as as Casey mentioned, I got some things wrong. So, we're going to go ahead and go through how I was wrong. (laughs) You guys are going to know what the Bible actually says. To anybody that made it through the the first little bit, thank you. We appreciate (laughs) you watching all the way through that summary. (laughs) Hey, you hit some of the high points, right? Yeah, like I the whaling. The <laughs> some some of the things were a little random and offshoot of what actually was a thing. Um, some of the things were not things. So we'll just we'll just clear it up a little bit, okay? Okay, let's right. do it. Let's clear this shit up. So we're gonna read through Amos chapters five through nine today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start with five. If you remember last time at the end of chapter four, um, Amos tells the people, the Israel, the Israelites that they need to prepare to meet God. They need to pre- prepare for the day of the Lord, which is not going to be a fun day for the Israelites, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start off. Um, God is making a cry against all of the injustices that he sees. So. Hear this word, O house of Israel, this lament I take up concerning you. Fallen is virgin Israel never to rise again, deserted in her own land with no one to lift her up. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The city that marches out a thousand strong for Israel will have only a hundred left. The town that marches out a hundred strong will only have ten left. So he's going to kill, like, I guess, every everything but the t- a tenth. Oh, okay. Okay, essentially that's what he's... He's saying he's so merciful, only, ki- <laughs> only, only killing everything but a tenth of everything. Okay, this is what the Lord says to the house of Israel Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel, do not go to Gilgal, do not journey to Beersheba, for Gilgal will surely go into exile and Bethel will be reduced to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will sweep through the house of Joseph like a fire. It will devour, and Bethel will have no one to quench it. You who turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness on to the ground, he who has made the Pleiades and Orion, 
and who turns blackness into dawn and darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land. The Lord is his name. He flashes destruction on the stronghold and brings the fortified city to ruin. You hate the one who reproves in, uh, reproves in court and despise him who tells the, tells the truth. How do you throw righteousness on the ground? <laughs> like, is that spilling the seed? Like, is that don't come on the ground? Come on, guys. There's socks everywhere. No, I don't. I don't think that's what that means. I, I guess I have no idea how to like righteousness is kind of an abstract idea. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's just like a, a whoopee cushion or something. No, that's I'm pretty sure he's just saying you cast it out. Like you're, you're casting out righteousness. Oh, okay. Okay. So he continues, you trample on the poor uh, and force him to give you grain. Therefore, though you have built stone mansions, you will not live in them. Though you have planted lush vineyards, you will not drink their wine. For I know how many are your offenses and how great are your sins. Mm -hmm. You oppress the righteous and take bribes and you deprive the poor in, of justice in the courts. Therefore, the prudent man keeps quiet in such times for the times are evil. Seek good, not evil that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, love good. Maintain justice in the courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy on the remnant of Joseph. Did he literally have to lay out <laughs> hate, evil, love, good? Yeah, the NIFB <laughs> actually uses this portion of the Bible to preach what they preach. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I, I just this is where I kind of got in my opening about how God hates the the Republican Party because they or lately at least they seem to just be trampling all over the poor. I mean, you got Donald Trump removing, you know, I don't want to make this political. I'm just saying, like, they've done some pretty shitty things towards the poor lately. Yeah. So, but, you know, the Bible doesn't talk about Republicans. Technically. Specifically. Technically, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready to go into the day of the Lord? Yes. The okay. day of the Lord when he fucks everything up. No, this is just a prophecy. We're not actually, the day of the Lord is not happening right now. Oh, okay? okay. He's talking about it though. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord God Almighty says. There will be a wailing in all the streets and cries of anguish in every public square. So there you go. Oh, cries okay. of anguish. The farmers will be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. They there will be wailing in all the vineyards for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear <laughs> as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall only to have a snake bite him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light? Pitch dark without a ray of brightness. That sounds supernatural as shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's saying, like, why do you want the day of the Lord to come? Because when it comes, you're all going to get fucked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then in the next section, he basically goes on to demean all of the ritualistic things that the Israelites do that they've been commanded to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Let's I'll read this section, then we'll talk about why. 
Okay. Okay. So I hate, I despise your religious feasts. I cannot stand your assemblies. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings 40 years in the desert, O house of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. So the reason now they've been told, right? They've been told in the laws, in the books of Moses, in the laws that they have to perform these specific rituals, these sacrifices, these offerings and, and whatnot. But the problem is, is that they do these, but then in their daily lives, they don't live how they're supposed to live. They do bad things and they uh, also allow and some don't actually worship themselves, but they condone worshiping other gods mm-hmm. and doing things that God thinks is wrong. So while they live their daily lives contrary to what God wants, they do these rituals, which makes them empty to him. They mean nothing because they don't do the other part. Yeah. So they just lazily do it. And so God's like, you know what? You, you're not even looking me in the eye when you suck in my dick. (laughs) Well, it's not that they lazy. It's not that they lazily do it. They do it. The problem is what they don't do the rest of the time or what they do the rest of the time is bad. Well, I meant lazy as in, like, they do it, but they don't, like, follow through. Like, they, they, just, they just do it out of, I guess, habit. Well, the rituals like, they do because they're told to. Right. So, they do these rituals, but they're, they're not lazy and they don't do them half-assed. They do them fine. They no. do these just fine. They're just meaningless because they don't do the other things they're supposed to do. Right. They, they half-ass their faith. Well, not necessarily their faith, their practice. Okay, so they half-ass their practice. Well, not this practice, but the rest of it. Right. So. So, uh, I guess lazy might have been a bad term to use. Yeah. So, I mean, they just, they they don't follow what they're supposed to do the rest of the time. Right. So, this is meaningless. You're not, essentially what he's trying to say is, you're not going to, you're not going to come to me. Like, you're not, you're not going to be in my presence or be my child. You're not going to be with me. By just going to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. like, and then acting like a hooligan the rest of the week. Right. This is essentially what he's getting at. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, he's also going to predict at the end of chapter five, uh, he says, therefore, I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. So, he says that beyond Damascus, so in foreign countries, they will be held captive. Right. All right. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion and to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria, you notable men of the foremost nation to whom people, the people of Israel come, go to Kalna and look at it, go from there to the great Hamath, then go down to Gath and Philistia. Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is their land larger than yours? You put off the evil day and bring near the reign of a reign of terror. You lie on beds inlaid with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and fattened calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions, but you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting and lounging will end. 
So he's upset because they basically live in the riches that he has claimed to provide for them. Mm-hmm. And they do, they basically live in their riches, but they don't actually do, they're not righteous. Right. So they become complacent with their religion because they have all these riches. So they're just living in their riches. Oh, this is the whole Scrooge McDuck thing. Yeah. The sovereign <laughs> Lord has sworn by himself. The Lord God almighty declares, I abhor the pride of Jacob and detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. If 10 men are left in one house, they too will die. And if a relative who is to burn the bodies comes to carry them out of the house and asks anyone still hiding in there, is anyone with you? He says, no. Then he will say, hush, we must not mention the name of the Lord. I don't know who he's talking to himself. <laughs> for, for the Lord has given the command and he will smash the great house into pieces and the small house into bits. Do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow there with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodabar... Uh, and and say, did we not take carnium by our own strength? And carnium, carnium, carnium means horns. It symbolizes strength. Right. Okay. Uh, for the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, O house of Israel, that will oppress you all the way from Lebo Hamath to the valley of Arabah. So it's not looking good. No. All right. Definitely not. The Israelites have definitely fucked up. They they fucked with God, and now God's like, "Oh, you done fuck with me? You're not gonna be happy about it." And so now he's gonna fuck them up really hard. Are you uh, Are you ready to clear up the whole fire locust thing? The fire locust. Now this is they've got to they've got to probably dip the locusts in like some kind of like gasoline or oil, and then set them ablaze, and then they they go and. Attack. No. Fire locusts. That's not what happens. You ready? Yeah. Amos chapter 7. This is what the sovereign Lord showed me. He was preparing swarms of locusts after the king's share had been harvested. And just as the second crop was coming up, when they had stripped the land clean, I cried out, sovereign Lord, forgive. How can Jacob survive? He is so small. The Lord relented. This will not happen. The Lord said. Uh, Then he had a vision of fire. So fire and locusts are separate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, okay. I mean, if he lights it on fire as the locusts no, are feeding, they're no, still going to no, burn. No, this is what the sovereign Lord showed me. The sovereign Lord was calling for judgment by fire. It dried up the great deep and devoured the land. Then I cried out, sovereign Lord, I beg you, stop. How can Jacob survive? He is so small. So the Lord relented. This will not happen either. The sovereign Lord said. Wait, this won't happen either. Yeah. So Amos was like, hey, hold up, God, what the fuck? And he's like, okay, that's a little too far. I got it. Well, yeah, so he's he's having <laughs> visions and he's saying, how can how can Jacob survive this? Right. Like, how, how can he survive this? He's so small. And God's like, all right, cool. So then he's going to have another vision. You ready? Yeah. This is what he showed me. The Lord was standing by a wall that had been built true to plumb with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord asked me, what do you see, Amos? A plumb line, I replied. And then the Lord said, look, I am setting a plumb line among my people, Israel. I will spare them no longer. The high places of Isaac will be destroyed and the sanctuaries of Israel will be ruined. With my sword, I will rise against the house of Jeroboam. So 
If anybody who doesn't know, you want to explain what a plumb line is, and then I'll explain the context here. Right. So plumb lines are normally used when you want to align something to be straight up and down. And that means that you're aligning it with the uh, vector of the force of gravity. It's like it's like a some sort of string that's right. weighted. Yeah, it's weighted. So it's using gravity in order to... But basically allow you to align, align something so that it's straight up and down. Yeah, so they use this in uh, construction and things like that, right. plumb, plumb lines. So, but in this context, the plumb line is essentially what God is telling the Israelite people, here's what you have to do. This is your guide to be on the straight and narrow, right? Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. I am setting a plumb line among my people. Um, and then... He says he'll spare them no longer He because he already did that. He he set a plumb line for them. He told them what to do and how to be, and they have not complied. Right. So now he's going to destroy them. Okay. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's another vision. This is what the sovereign Lord showed me, a basket of ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? He asked. A basket of ripe fruit, I answered. Then the Lord said to me, the time is ripe for my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. In that day, declares the Sovereign Lord, the songs in the temple will turn to wailing. Many, many bodies flung everywhere. Silence. <laughs> bodies flung everywhere. That's God beating a motherfucker with another fucker. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so there's there's that. Um, and then and that's the big be- that's the beginning of chapter eight. And chapter eight continues on talking about how unethical their religion is. Mm-hmm. Hear this, uh, you who trample the needy and do away with the poor of the land saying, when will the new moon be over that we may sell grain and the Sabbath be ended that we may market wheat, skimping the measure, boosting the price and cheating with dishonest scales, buying the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, selling even the sweepings with the wheat. Now, the sweepings, if you remember from way back, the sweepings is uh, what's left in the field after they harvest. They're supposed to leave that for the poor to be able to come and pick through. Right. Okay. And they're not. They're not doing that. Okay. So, um, essentially, they're taking advantage. They're they're not doing things that they're they've been told to do to protect the poor and the needy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're taking advantage of the poor and needy. Okay. So still, this is where I get the whole Republican thing from. Yeah, Anyways, but it doesn't it doesn't actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> so. The Lord and, and He's going to promise punishment. God's right. God's about to promise them they will be punished. You ready? Mm-hmm. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, I will never forget anything they have done. Will not the land tremble for this, and all who live in it mourn? The whole land will rise like the Nile, and it will be stirred up and then sink like the river of Egypt. In that day, declares the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your religious feasts into mourning and all your singing into weeping. I will make all of you wear sackcloth and shave your heads. I will make that time like mourning for an only son and the end of it like a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. Men will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for the words of the Lord, but they will not find it. In that day, the lovely young women and strong young men will faint because of thirst. They who swear by the shame of Samaria or say, as surely as your God lives, O Dan, or as surely as the God of Beersheba lives, they will fall, never to rise again. So 
basically he's saying he's going to do all of these supernatural crazy shit, right? Um, but the most important thing I think we can take away from this is he's saying, I won't be there. Like, I'm, I'm going to do these things, but then I'm not going to be there for you. You're right. going to seek me, but you will not find me. Right. Uh, wait, didn't he say earlier that you need to seek me in order to be saved? And yeah. now he's like, I'm, but I'm going to be fucking out of here. So well, I guess you're fucked. So now, at, oh. at, the, at the point in time where they are now, he's it's a warning. You need to seek me now if you want to be saved. I'm, I'm going to do all this fucking up. But there's about a tenth of the people who are going to be saved. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be among those, you need to seek me now. But once the day of the <clears throat> Lord comes... And all of this happens, he will be gone. Uh, there's also an interesting apologetic out there where they try to s- say that basically original sin caused like bad shit to happen in the world. Uh-huh. Like uh, our sin has caused this. And here we have God that's saying, I will fuck shit up. Like, I will cause earthquakes. I will cause the, the moon to show its ass or something. <laughs> um, like, it, he's saying that he will affect, directly do these things. Right. You know, and it, it technically is because of the Israelites sinning and everything, but it's still God that is choosing to do this. Right. So, but I mean, it's, it's still, it goes back to the whole abusive spouse thing. You made yeah, me do this. Yeah. You, yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you made me do this. I don't, it hurts me more yeah. than it hurts you, you to for- kill you. Yeah. You forced my, <laughs> you forced my hand here. I didn't want to do this, but you made me. I mean, can you imagine how like fucking crazy that would be? Like you see somebody stabbing a, a, a motherfucker and it's like, listen, this really hurts me more than it hurts you. And then he's continuously yeah. stabbing him, killing him. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think that it hurts you. <laughs> so he continues on in uh in chapter nine i saw the lord standing by the altar and he said strike the tops of the pillars so that the thresholds shake bring them down on the heads of all the people those who are left i will kill with the sword no one will get away none will escape though they dig down to the depths of the grave from there my hand will take them though they climb up to the heavens from there i will bring them down Though they hide themselves on the top of Carmel, there I will hunt them down and seize them. Though they hide from me at the bottom of the sea, there I will command the serpent to bite them. Though they are driven into exile by their enemies, there I will command the sword to slay them. I will fix my eyes upon them for evil and not for good. So he's this. I mean, this is (laughs) this section right here is pretty fucking clear. Yeah. That he's going to destroy them and they can't run they can't hide they're gonna get fucked up but honey honey god is good all the time and all the time god is good the lord the lord almighty he who touches the earth and it melts all who live in it mourn the whole land rises like the nile then sinks like the river of egypt he who builds his lofty palace in the heavens and sets its foundation on the earth who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land the lord is his name are you not israelites the same to me as the cushites uh, declares the lord did i not bring israel out of egypt the Philistines from uh, Kaftor and the Arameans from Kerr. Surely the eyes of the sovereign Lord are on the sinful kingdom. I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will not totally destroy the house of Jacob, declares the Lord. 
For I will give the command and I will shake the house of Israel among all the nations as grain is shaken in a sieve and not a pebble will reach the ground. All the sinners among my people will die by the sword. All those who say disaster will not overtake or meet us in that day. I will restore David's fallen tent. I will repair its broken places, restore its ruins and build it as it used to be so that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations that bear my name declares the Lord who will do these things. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all the hills. I will bring back my exiled people, O Israel. They will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant Israel in their own land, never again to be uprooted from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. So, despite all of this destroy, kill, kill, you won't be able to find me, once all of that is done, he Mm -hmm. will bring everybody back, bring everybody who's left back, (laughs) and root them in Israel, and basically bring back the way it was at the beginning and should have remained, you know, following his law and word. Right. And that's all for today. All right. So w- eventually we're going to be restored. Everything's going to be happy-go-lucky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to find out when that happens, then you'll have to subscribe to the channel and keep a watch out for these podcasts. Yeah. So do you want me to go through a little bit of next week? Yeah. So next week we're going to hit a, a little bit of Chapter 7 that we didn't talk about today, which is the priest's angry response to these prophecies Mm -hmm. okay so we're going to talk about that and amos's answer to the the people who are angry about this then we're going to get back into the story from second kings uh, chapter 14 and 15 um, and some of second chronicles chapter 26 Um, and so that's gonna that's gonna take us through um, the death of some kings so we got some new kings we've got some assassination we a lot of us. Assass- this is this is a very kill heavy week. Um, <laughs> we're going to have some leprosy going on. Yeah. And uh, that's go. We're, we're going to get to the end of the era of uh, we're going to get to the era of Isaiah and Jotham and Judah. So we're going to get to there. And then the week after that, we're going to get into the book of Isaiah. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. So more prophecies to come. But. For now, next week we'll we'll talk about the responses to this and get back into some of the king stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. So I guess we will see you heathens next week when we talk more about all that shit. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens.